Welcome everyone to another episode of Vestin Friends. This is episode 12. I am your host and Vestlord, Dean DeFalco, and with me today is Admiral of the Royal Navy, Matt Much. We've done 12? Yes, well, technically 12. Don't worry about it. It's, it the continuity's fine. Um, we also have Colonel of the Vest Army, uh, Glenn. Does the Colonel salute the Admiral or vice versa? The Admiral's supposed to return uh, you guys, the salute, you guys, right? Wait. I mean, you guys are in separate Aren't those parts of different the Navy? branches? I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You're you're in the army. Matt's in the navy. It's fine. It's cool. Do we even like, have you to guys, respect you guys do each other. <laughs> I don't. So I, I hope you, not. If if you don't want to, so I mean, it's cool. Uh, listen, listen, listen. But more importantly, we have a guest. We have a guest today. Uh, we are with Justin, who uh, actually has some stuff to talk to us about today, which is really cool. We're gonna interview him. Uh, he has a game on Kickstarter right now. Uh, called Divided Pursuit, and uh, it's a RPG in mobile form, and uh, he's going to tell us uh, what it's about and everything, and it's it's going to be a fun time. Justin, why don't you say hello to everyone? Hello, everyone. Awesome. End of podcast. That is great. That is a solid two minutes of fun. We'll see you next time on Vest and Friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I know it's it's gonna be great. But uh, Justin, yeah. So Divided Pursuit is a uh, is a board game RPG mm-hmm. on uh, mobile platforms that you're gonna be doing. Yeah. Uh, before we go ahead and ask you some questions, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about said project? Okay. Well, I've been trying to come up with an idea for a game that I've been wanting to make for a long time. Uh, I'm a programmer by trade, and I have been a gamer since I was two years old. So, you know, I've been wanting to make, actually do something with my programming abilities to make a game. Uh, I came up with this idea pretty much after playing a whole lot of board games, and I like the idea of using technology today. Everybody has a smartphone. And that's so it's something everybody has access to. So I want to utilize a smartphone to sort of put all the pieces of a board game into something into the smartphone. So you don't actually need to purchase the board game itself. All you need is an app in the smartphone and it's still played like a traditional board game. Everybody can hang around a table, sit around some couches, you know, be informal about it and everything you need is right there. All right. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so I, I guess the first question is like you, you, you seem very excited about this this idea now. Like, what, what are you speci- Why are you specifically excited about th- this project? Like, what re- is really getting you pumped about okay. this? Well, I love bluffing games like the Resistance Avalon. Uh, if you guys have played that, I have played hours and hours of that game, sitting around calling people minions of Mordred and trying to assassinate Merlin. And I I just... I, I love those games where it's not j- just rolling dice um, where you're actually trying to use... It, you're, you're acting, in a sense, because you're trying to convince people that you either are a good guy or a bad guy. And it, it's sort of outside of the realm of the game itself and what you use to convince people. Um, you know, you gotta use your acting abilities, you gotta use your lying abilities, and, you know, you need to... You, you gotta lie to your friends about who you are. Um, and it's just a whole lot of fun getting around and doing that 
And with these games, I've always felt there's something a bit lacking about them. Because uh, Avalon, it's like everybody goes on a quest and you just vote on the quest. And then it either, it, it either succeeds or if there's a minion of Mordrin on it, it fails. But you don't actually do a quest. You just sort of say you're on a quest and then it happens or it doesn't. So as a fan of RPGs, uh, especially Dungeons & Dragons, I'm a huge D&D nerd, I wanted to incorporate that into the game and give people an actual quest to go on so that they actually sort of feel even more a part of the game. Well, that sounds good. It's, a, it's good to have uh, additional involvement when you're making a mobile game because then you're... You're making a mobile game, but you're getting outside the usual kind of trap of everybody just staring at their phones because it, right. it requires group interaction, which is a definite positive. Yeah. I think another another interesting part about most bluffing games, at least the ones that I've played, especially with Justin, have been that uh, there's a sort of imperfect information inherent to them. And what I mean by that is like, no matter what the other person says to you, it doesn't matter because you, the response is always, that's just what the trader would say, <laughs> no matter what. So yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting to be able to see uh, these RPG elements that you're, you're kind of incorporating into it to kind of tilt those scales a little bit and give you more options than just a yes-no because uh, I believe you said that you could maybe pick something that your stat isn't as high in as opposed right. to just straight opposing. Right, and, you know, because... That can be a tool used for people, oh, I'm going on this quest, or I'm picking adventurers for this quest, and it seems like I would need some strong people for this quest, you know, uh, people can sort of use that to their advantage to be like, oh, take me on this quest, I have, you know, I'm super strong and tough, I'm a warrior, you should, you should bring me along when, you know, really they just want to go on the quest to screw you over. And it, and it helps that there's more than just your gut feeling about that person's alignment to, to kind of influence your quest decision one way or the other. I think it puts an interesting twist on it. Right. Okay, so we, we've gone over some, some of the basics here. Um, I, we're going to go back and forth a little bit, uh, jumping from you to the game. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, specifically, I, I you said you're a programmer by trade. Yeah. Have you developed on a uh, mobile platform at all? Is this going to be like your first outing into doing something like this? This will be my first outing into doing something like this. Um, I've coded for mobile. Um, I've done it before, so I know how to do it, but I've never actually published anything. Um, but I have, I've, I've probably started two or three projects that ended up not going anywhere um, because I didn't have the same sort of focus that I have for this project. Uh, okay. Um, and that's part of the reason why I started the Kickstarter was because I wanted to have that focus, and I've been laying the groundwork for this for two months now, which is not anything I did with any of the previous projects that I worked on. There, was, I'd say those are more like hobby projects, but this is something that I'm serious about, and you know I've been working on for months, and I'm already started doing the coding aspect of it. 
Right, right, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know for Kickstarter, you need at least some sort of... Um, prototype? I, I guess pro- prototype going on uh, with these because they're they're very strict. If you don't have something like that, you can't really bring it to Kickstarter. You normally have to go to uh, something... What is it? Indiegogo, I <laughs> think, is normally you don't need a prototype. You can just go with an idea. So right. you, you've had to actually put some thought and like a base and groundwork into this. So, I mean, that that's impressive to see you, you've come that far in that short of a, of a time, which is really cool. Um, so, so back onto the game, uh, you, you, you've talked a little bit about like how, how it'll be interactive and stuff. So do you want to talk a little bit about like the, you know, classes you plan to have or like what special stuff they can do or anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, so right now what's planned for is four classes. Uh, hopefully there'll be more to start with, but definitely as I'm going through later on, there's going to be more to this in this game. I mean... Uh, just to say, there's basically going to be, I don't want to say DLC, but just updates because it's going to be free and it's just going to be an update to the app that'll add things like additional quests and classes later on. But right now, okay. I got four classes, the Warrior, the Wizard, the Rogue, and the Cleric, uh, each of which they have a unique ability. The Warrior has the ability to duel another player, which means they get to choose a battle of strength uh, and then whoever they choose to fight they get their opponent gets to pick a weapon which is essentially just another stat um, and then they have a battle which is essentially your stats versus their stats with a little bit of luck involved um, and then the winner of it gets a confidence bonus which allows them to do better on the next quest they go on and then the loser is wounded, meaning they can't be taken on the next quest. Uh, the wizard has telepathy. When not on a quest, they can pick a character who is on a quest and see the actions that they take. Though there is a chance that the person who they are looking at will be aware. Uh, I should also mention that these abilities have cooldowns to them too, so you can't use them every round. Uh, that would be too too overpowered. Um, the rogue has the ability to backstab, which when on a quest, they can wound a fellow adventurer and make it look like that it was a natural occurrence, because sometimes on quests, you may get wounded. Uh, so this this would basically make it look like uh, your fellow adventurer had a bit of an accident on the quest naturally. Uh, the cleric has the ability of divine revelation, which allows them to choose one player and know what side they're on. This is only usable once per game and is available to use only after a certain number of rounds have passed, which is dependent on the number of players in the game. But like all good bluffing games, can you trust the cleric? That's a very good point. The cleric can use his ability, or not even use his ability, and just say he used it to try and screw over another player. You can never trust anyone else. So the hero and saboteur status is separate from player class selection? Correct. The okay. heroes and the saboteurs, each each player has a chance to randomly be assigned on the team at the start of the game. So basically, depending on which team you're on, you have different goals of whether you want the quest to succeed or fail, and that'll dictate how you try and trick your fellow adventurers. So you have people, you're playing together, but yeah. people are playing against each other. 
but you're all going on the quest? Correct. And okay. you don't, because you don't know who is, the, the idea is, in a perfect world, you're all adventurers, and you want to succeed on the quest that you're undertaking. That's the idea. But you're not all heroes, some of you are saboteurs, and you are trying to ensure that those quests don't succeed. And nobody right. knows who actually anybody is. It's it's like a werewolf, but with more of an actual objective rather than just people in a town it, getting slaughtered by werewolves. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because this seems to involve a little more gameplay, whereas some of the other games I've heard of just like, okay, you go on the quest and it succeeds or it doesn't, but you have a little bit more? Ex exactly. That's what, and that's why, because I, I like those games like that, but they always feel like there's something a bit lacking. Like, I want to add a bit more player involvement into it and not just make it, oh, it succeeds or, oh, this person dies. So, like, you have substantial flavor text for the quest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These quests, like, these are fully fleshed out quests that you're going on. Uh, with plots, some of the quests will even unlock into like future playthroughs. You'll play a quest that follows up on a previous quest that your character went on. Um, and overall, there actually is an overarching plot to the game itself that as you play through multiple times, you'll pick up on as you go on quests and, and get little hints of everything that's going on in the world itself. So you have a uh, an overarching plot and many subplots. Um, mm -hmm. How long would uh, going on a quest take, do you think? Just an individual quest? Well, an individual quest, it, it's hard to say exactly because we'll say from start to finish where starting the voting round to the end of the quest really is dependent on how fine people are with the number of adventurers going on the quest. Uh, you said you haven't pl really played this type of game before, but people can get pretty heated about who's going on a quest or not, especially once you get closer to the end of the game and the stakes are high. People will uh, try and yell at everyone else and get get them to go on a quest or get certain people not to go on a quest. Um, so I would say it would take anywhere from two minutes to everybody quickly agreeing to 15 minutes if nobody can agree on who's going on the quest. Okay. So, I, I mean, this is something you could pretty you could play in short bursts because, mm -hmm. I mean, f 15 minutes isn't a very long amount of time. Now, I, what I did think was cool is you um, you have uh, the create a character in there, which is really cool, uh, and it looks like you're going to have the ability for these characters to carry over into to new games, which you sort of uh, uh, glazed over. Correct quickly so so that's going to be pretty cool is that you can keep bringing characters over and over again right. and it's not just a, a piece of paper anymore that you can lose it's saved on the phone yeah. with all the uh, stats Ooh. and everything uh so i mean stat tracking is is always a really cool thing and i i feel there's always a lot that you could do with that you know like completed quests you know how, how well you've done completed uh, yeah. uh sabotages and stuff that's all really neat things that you can mess with in the long run which is really cool yeah. and i i i think that you know um Adding a social aspect where you could be like, "Oh, check out my character. You know, he he has this many uh, quests he's gone on. And stuff is that's that's all really cool things that you can compare yeah. just outside of the game and stuff, which is uh really neat. Now, um, uh, you you have some some goals here that you you've uh, set for the game real quick. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, j just 
to even get the game on Kickstarter once it's out. Uh, it starts at three bucks, which is, I, I mean, that's that's a deal for anything because you know a, a lot of these Kickstarters that you look at. Um, especially uh, when you're talking about full-fledged games and everything, you got to put down some serious money, sometimes $20, $30 yeah. for something. And, you know, with an app, it's 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 always nice to see that you can get in at the, the groundwork, and it's still relatively cheap, $3 to, to pledge. And, you know, when it comes out, you get the app, and you're all set to go. You know, you can't buy lunch for $3. Yeah. And you're, you're saying you could buy a full game, for three dollars, which is really cool, and I, I guess the cool aspect of it is like, uh, my my lovely girlfriend bought me Avalon uh, recently, and we haven't gotten a chance to play it. But I know Av- Avalon's not like the cheapest game. It's it's reasonable, but it's not like cheap. Right. Avalon's like twenty bucks, where you know you're offering more with the same core concepts, and uh, for three dollars, that's that's just kind of a really good deal. You know, when you think about it, what. What made you come up with the the price for that? Because I mean, I I've played other games on mobile. Like uh, I know Sushi Go came out recently, and that was like I think five or six dollars. Which it, it's that's expensive for an app yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, so I I mean, did you just want to make it affordable for or like easy for everyone to access? Is that why you made it that price? That's exactly the reason. Uh, I'm, I will admit I'm a bit of a socialist, so I think people should get things at affordable prices, um, and, you know, especially for, for something in a mobile app, and I want a lot of people to be able to play it, and I, like you said, I think $3 is a great price, um, it's, you know, less than a, less than a six-inch sub at Subway, and, um, you know, I, I I really just want people to play it. I'm not looking so much to make money off of it, but just sort of to get myself out there and to get a great product out there. So You're in it for the dream. Uh, yeah, I'm Very in it for noble. my dreams. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, on that same note, what sort of gacha system will you be putting into the game and what will the <laughs> best value deal be? $99.99? <laughs> Yes, every every quest actually costs a dollar to play. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. That's how you get them. Uh, so I have, a, I have a bit of an off-kilter question for you, but I, I couldn't help but notice you were brainwashing me into loving cats with your Kickstarter video. Do you want to <laughs> talk a little bit more about why you're trying to make me love cats even more than I already do? Uh, I have toxoplasmosis. <laughs> you want to explain what that is? Yeah, I know what that is, yeah. yeah. No, I, I actually probably do. I wouldn't be surprised because I love cats. Um, no, I a lot of it is just because I like doing funny things, and I thought that adding the cats was a really funny effect. Um, and the internet loves cats. I mean, come on. So That's I figured true. it was a win-win situation. Get a good, funny video out there and uh, a bunch of cute cats on it. I mean, that is true. The internet does love cats. You're, you're not wrong. Yeah. It's a proven fact. <laughs> All right. How, how do you feel that, you know, you can keep this fresh over time? Because, you know, obviously if this is successful, there's going to be people who want to sort of, I guess, capitalize on the success and they'll probably want to take it and, you know, make it their own. How, how do you think you can combat that? Or are you concerned about other companies doing that, larger or just the same? 
you know, part of Kickstarter is the collaboration and the possibility that people are going to see your ideas and maybe take it as their own idea. But honestly, if somebody were to do that and make a product that's just as good or even better than mine, I'm fine with that. You know, there's a lot of, you know, you look at like Dungeons and Dragons and look at all the different RPG variations there are out there that are based on Dungeons and Dragons. And they're all great in their own right, and they should all be played in their own right. So I think, you know, spread spread the love. You gotta get out in front of it. Release your own OGL. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. There you go. There you go. Alright, Um. so it's just you working on this alone, right? As far as the coding goes, yeah. But, in the, in the spirit of Kickstarter, it looks like uh, different pledge levels can actually contribute uh make their mark on the game that is correct yeah i thought it would be a a good way to sort of invigorate and incentivize people to help out um i mean what's more fun than you know you you back this game and then when you're playing it you see a character that you created or you get to go on a quest that you actually helped create uh, as part of the game now, in uh, if I got the symptoms of toxoplasmosis right, there is danger seeking, and it is dangerous to let the internet contribute to your product. You think you're going to end up with a couple of NPCs named non-player McPlayerface? <laughs> you are probably correct. I do not doubt that at all. I will put some vetting into it, but uh, non-player. Gonna break your immersion, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know those. Uh, those NPCs will be on uh, immersion-breaking quests then. Uh, okay, so uh, where was I here? Oh, jeez, I lost my spot. Um, Just pick a spot. Just pick a spot. <laughs> I, uh, the middle. I want to pick the middle. That's a good spot. Okay, so uh, you, you do have, when Matt was talking about, like, you, you have different areas where players can jump in. Well, contributors can jump in. And donate money, and they can contribute to the game. Oh, the tears. Uh, yes, yes, the tears. Uh, not not crying tears, just just tears like levels. All right, so uh, you you have a uh, create an NPC, which is really cool. Name an NPC, create a quest, create a storyline, and then create a new class. So you have some really cool ones here. So as far as like your timeline here, because I see the release is 2018. Do you feel like anything could get in the way that would hinder this, or do you have like a plan to kind of just keep moving forward or stages or anything to kind of make this easier to to break it up yeah i mean i have a basic layout of the timeline uh for me to actually build this all out and i even padded it with about a month of extra time just in case something unexpected comes up that takes my time away um but you know as long as nothing really catastrophic happens i'm confident that I'll be able to get this out on time and if all goes well I'll even get it out even beforehand because like I said I padded myself a bit um just to make sure that that didn't happen I mean padding's always great you know football hockey you gotta have padding <laughs> yeah. so I mean that that is definitely a good idea I I love to wear pads just I love to run into things and and wear them so all right yeah Glenn is not um, impressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's never impressed with me. It's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, so uh, th this is one from all of us. It's uh, you, we, what what's your favorite tabletop game to 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 play? Because uh, obviously you said you you are a purveyor of uh, of board games and tabletop stuff. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite one? Just to 
to dive in on. It could it could be anything. It could, it could be fucking flux for all you want. Just <laughs> well, well no, what do you like flux. the best to play? Um, I <laughs> uh, honestly, I mean, I I I kind of said this earlier about talking about my love of Avalon, and I would have to say probably is Avalon if we're not including pen and paper RPGs like Dungeons and Dragons because I've sunk hundreds of hours into that. But sure. as far as like a traditional board game type goes, Avalon. I would play that pretty much as much as I possibly could if I had the opportunity to do it. Uh, which is, you know, why I'm making this because I want to play games just like Avalon even more. Yeah, totally. All right, so I mean, since since you played a, a lot, I mean, you got to have like a cool story or something from something you've done in Avalon. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say me per se, but I was a part of this. Um, but actually, this was a game I was playing with a fellow Geekade member, Dave. Um, okay. And we were playing. It was five people, and the first quest is two people go on it. This quest almost. I it it always succeeds because if if you're a minion you don't want to fail it because you don't want people will pretty much know oh one of these two guys is a minion and the other person who is on the quest definitely knows who the minion is or not at this point as far as we've been playing it nobody had ever failed that first quest so Dave fails this quest. He's a minion, of course, and he's an actor, so he's fantastic at playing any <laughs> role. And he's a minion, and he fails, and he freaks out on... Oh, shoot, who is it? I think it was Rocco. He, he, he freaks out on our friend Rocco about failing this quest, and he had me completely taken in for pretty much the entire game. He had us all. We all were pretty much convinced that Rocco was the minion of Mordred. And Rocco was just like, what are you guys doing? It's clearly Dave. He's an actor. This is the type of stuff he does. And we were all like, nah, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case, man. Anyway. Oh, man, he played everyone. He, yeah, he, he played us all like a fiddle. Minions won that oh. game. Oh man! Wow, uh, that that's impressive, Dave. That guy, that sneaky guy. Yeah, he's that's sneaky. that's he. That's why he's the most hated person on Geek. <laughs> just, just kidding, Dave. Just kidding. You're you're not the most hated. Sometimes there's uh there's fun interruptions in what you're doing, and it just lightens <laughs> things up a bit. Do you plan any fun interruptions to your game, like Easter eggs or weird detours? Uh, yes. Um, I don't want to get too much into it, because that's... Right, I realize that's fun. a spoiler question now <laughs> that I said it, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there are going to be Easter eggs, and there's going to be... I'll say this, that, uh, as you're playing it, always be on the lookout for maybe some, some seemingly inconspicuous details when you're on quests. Like the uh, okay. the duck right. you've just met is blue, and that seems inconsequential, <laughs> but yes, comes back to bite you later. Yeah, Hello? I'm I'm always terrified of ducks. Yeah. Oh, there we oh, go. He's, he's here. here. He's My microphone wasn't plugged in. Oh, that'll <laughs> For do it. How long? The entire time. <laughs> 
That's that's why I do the whole you know countdown thing. It's fine. Only Don't the best worry, for Justin. But <laughs> you know, good. you know who has a master track. I think Justin has a master track in the form of an overarching plot, which I'm curious about. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, um, Justin, why, why don't you tell us about the? Because you, um, uh, you you said there is an overarching plot. If you could just kind of give us little hints about what's going on there, and then Glenn will regale us with his uh with his Avalon story. Okay. Well. I'm not going to go too much into the overarching plot because that's that's pretty much what the uh, the hints are that you'll get throughout the quests. Uh, totally. You know, totally. You oh, wanna, it's like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's that's like because cool. you'll be that's playing. Cool. <laughs> no, it's cool. Yeah, you know, you'll be playing through the quests and you'll see the thing about the blue duck, and then you'll find out later that the blue duck is actually a mecha wizard who's trying to take over the world. Um, that's that's not actually the overarching plot obviously, but um, I'll say the world takes place in, like, a fantasy realm, your traditional Lord of the Rings, Dungeons and Dragons type fantasy setting, um, but there are some sci-fi elements to it, I'll say. Spaceships. <laughs> Maybe. You'll have to play the game to find out. Somebody find the guy with the hair. I think it's aliens. <laughs> probably, probably. I, I hope the duck actually just has a knife and he's secretly the rogue and just backstabs people. I love backstabbing duck yeah, rogues. There's going to be a blue duck in the game now. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Kickstarter. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, so Glenn, why don't you tell us your Avalon story? This, this is an Avalon slash bluffing game story because playing Avalon with Dave has made me terrible at playing bluffing games with other people <laughs> because every time Dave starts a game of Avalon, he says, I am a faithful and loyal servant of King Arthur, and I will categorically <laughs> reject any and all quests that I'm not a part of. Because that's, obviously, you know you're not a minion, so you deny any quests you're not on. Uh, so I was playing a game of Secret Hitler, which is a very, very same genre, and I opened it much the same way. I am a faithful and loyal liberal, and I only want what's best for this country, or something to that effect. And everyone fucking hated me. <laughs> So I got to sit wow. there for like 50 minutes while everybody else argued. And every time I piped in, it was like, shut up, fascist. <laughs> Quiet secret Hitler. Uh, you got the heat quick in that one. I get the Here's heat quick a lot pad. of the times. I also got, I got, I got my nickname of bad plaid from an Avalon game. Oh yeah, that was wow. good. <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> Bad yeah. plaid. Because well, there was two people. There were two people wearing plaid shirts, and they were pretty sure that Glenn was a minion, so he was bad plaid. I don't think I was at the time. No, I don't think you actually were a minion, but people mm -hmm. thought you were a minion. Can I call you bad plaid from now on? Please don't. No, he's gonna. Uh, it's on. Are you wearing plaid I, right I, now? It looks he's like wearing it are. right now. Yeah. It's a bathrobe. Does that count? Yes. Oh, it counts. Yeah, I mean, it's plaid. I, it's, it, yeah, as long as it's plaid, it's fine. I mean, I, I feel like I'm not doing my duty if I don't call you bad plaid. Do you actually own anything that isn't plaid? Yes. <laughs> this actually, white t-shirt. <laughs> I, I was going to say, to be fair, you were also wearing plaid yesterday. Argyle socks. <laughs> <laughs> Corduroy pants. It's a good look. You're all monsters. All right. Well, I, 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 geez, okay. God. <laughs> the fascist Hitler guy. I will be remembered as history's greatest monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Uh, so, so Justin, do you have anything else to add about the uh, the, the um, divided pursuit? Like uh, any details you want to throw out there? Anything that you want to tell people about? Where to find it? You know, if they want more information, or like, can they talk to you on Twitter or anything about this? If they have more questions? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, f- first and foremost, go check out the Kickstarter. Uh, just go to Kickstarter.com. Type in divided pursuit. And uh, it'll come up. You can get a lot more details on there. If you haven't watched the video, you should watch the video. Uh, yes. It's a great video. Um, you know, I, I probably have a bit more details in there, though I feel like this has been a, a pretty detailed cast, uh, so I got to go over a lot of it. Um, I don't have a Twitter right now. I know I should, especially because I'm starting this, and that's what everything on the internet told me to to do um so i will have a twitter soon it'll probably be at divided pursuit um but see for now check out the kickstarter and if anyone has any questions comments uh you can go there i have i think you can go to dividedpursuit.com is the website which right now redirects to the kickstarter and uh i got my email on there so you can shoot me an email Cool, I, I like it. I, I like you being a rebel and not having a Twitter, man. I think you should just stick to that. Yeah. Just, just be the rebel. See, see, be the rebel you want to be. Th- see, the, my problem with this was uh, I don't have a very large social media presence. I pretty much only have a Facebook, which I don't even go on that often. So uh, I, I'm fighting a bit of an uphill battle. I, I got you, man. It, it's tough out there. Well, um... So I, I guess one more thing real quick. Is this something that you would consider maybe once you have like a working beta out taking to maybe something like a board game uh, convention? Like I, I know PAX Unplugged is coming up and obviously that is very, very close. So that's probably not an option. But would you consider taking it to something like that in the future and showing it off at like a, a demo? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd actually love to do something like that once I had a working prototype all made. And that'd be fantastic. I'd just be Very worried cool. you get beat up because look, you don't need boards or pieces. <laughs> look, yeah, it's all on the phone. At this game convention, everybody just staring at me. Angry. And the show floor closes and everybody just kind of converges on you <laughs> like, what the hell, man? I, 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 it's cool. It's 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 like a board game. I mean, you could put your phones on the table. Yeah. So I, it, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's the main reason is this makes it cheaper and more accessible to people. And, you know, everything that would be a board game piece, it's all in your phone. It's easy. It's nice. There you go, man. I mean, just haters going to hate, yeah. you know? So, I mean, that, that's just how it is. Yeah. Those, those, those damn uh, uh, purists. Yeah. Purists. Yeah. Damn them. All right. It's so, the paper uh, lobby. Th- it's all the paper <laughs> lobby. It, it is. It is. They're, they have a racket, a monopoly going on, some might say. So, uh, uh, Which is a board Matt- game. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> not not one that we play, but uh, it's it's it is one. Okay, so so Matt Glenn, uh, do you, do you have anything else to add before we end, or any questions you'd like to ask? No, this was well covered. Sounds like a good game, and I think it is our recommendation that everyone invest. Perfect, uh, Matt. Thanks. That's, that's a special we, pun we just work- for you, Justin. Yeah, uh, we we were working on that one for a while. So uh, <laughs> I. W- 
so when you want to put that on your um on your Kickstarter page, just remember you should put I N and then in capitals V E S T in quotes, of course. Yeah. You you should invest. Matt Much Geek right. there, there you go. That's that's your I got quote, a quote now. Right nice. there. Perfect. See, yeah. I I forget what they call those. There's a special word for those. It's like but, a pull uh, quote, right? Pull quote. There you go. Or shout that's, out. that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can you can quote us on that. This is a game you definitely want to keep an eye out on. Um, it's it's really cool. And again, three dollars is nothing. You like sometimes if I go to the supermarket, I can't even buy a candy bar for three dollars anymore. You know what I can buy for three dollars, guys? I can buy this freaking game for three dollars. Well, I can kickstart it right now, but I'm gonna get the game when it comes out. So that's awesome. And you know, obviously, if you want to pledge more, you could do that too. Uh, Justin has a lot of um, different tiers going on. Uh, with this game, you should check them all out. He has some stretch goals at the bottom you should check out. And again, we'll put that in our show notes. So if you're like, ah, man, I, I don't want to type this in. I don't want to type kickstarter.com slash divided pursuit because yeah, that is way too much work. We'll do the work for you. We'll leave hard. a link. I know it is. I Matt, I I, I was exa- exacerbated trying to just find that earlier. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I, we're, we're going to leave that link in the show notes. So you can go right to it. Check it out. Uh, ask Justin any questions on there if you want. Uh, he'll be happy to answer them for you. That's right. Um, and uh, I, I think that's it, guys. I did, did. I think we did a good job of covering that. This um, is a good investigation. Oh, man! <laughs> we're hitting the best words! Oh, God, you guys make me so happy. I'm glad that uh, it's a brand new app, so there won't be any vestigial code. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, guys, thanks uh, so much for coming on. Uh, Matt, Glenn, Justin, it's been real fun. Uh, you guys can check us out on uh, Twitter. Uh, Facebook. Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Oh, my God. Uh, Twitch, all good stuff. We'll have social media links in our show notes. And if you want to help us move up the uh, the 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 podcasting tiers, just like Justin has tiers. Podcasts also have tiers and we need to move up. So remember to comment, uh, comment, <laughs> comment, rate and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us out. Shows us you guys want more and we'll keep pumping them out as long as you guys keep listening. Uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, anything like that, and you want to talk to us directly, you can reach us on Twitter. We are at the underscore geekade, or you can shoot us an email at mail underscore Jeez, man, I am out of practice. Mail at geekade.com. That is mail at geekade.com for questions you can shoot us an email at. Until uh, next time, guys, I'm Dean the Vessel Lord DeFalco. I'm here with Matt, Justin, and Glenn, and you can see us next time in a few weeks. Until uh, then, stay Vesely and keep playing games. It Woo. would be travesty if this didn't get made. Oh! <laughs> oh!